Broadcasting from somewhere beneath the New York Public Library, it's Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here. Hello to everyone uh, and welcome to our spooky cryptid podcast. I'm Brian, here as always with my elusive bipedal colleague, Eric. What's up, man? I'm a jackalope. (laughs) What's the jackalope again? Oh, shoot. I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. Uh, No, no. I believe it's a hare combined with like an antelope. Like, I think it's like a... Willie, can you help ja- me? Jackrabbit and antelope. There we go. Jackalope. Jack-a-lope. That makes sense. That's the one. Hey, Willie's here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> our, our obvious expert on cryptids. Obviously. <laughs> Thankfully, I, you know, I, I sent Willie a message like, hey, we're, we're going to talk about Bigfoot this week. And as the resident Sasquatchologist, yeah. um, your uh, expertise here is going to be really, really vital. Oh, good. Hell yeah. Because I know so much about Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm just it's, a huge we used fan. to we used to live together, and it would just be Bigfoot all the fucking Bigfoot time. Bigfoot all the time. I did recently watch a documentary. It was like a true crime documentary where Bigfoot murdered somebody. Oh, I saw that. That's a good ass. It was a, a good. It was a good. Except for spoilers, sounds like Bigfoot didn't actually. I do d- yeah, it. I don't think Bigfoot was responsible. Uh, uh, that's Sasquatch on Hulu. It's very good. Is it? It's like a real doc. It's yeah. a documentary yes. of real things. Yes. It's. Sa- yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no go ahead. I was gonna say it's just like a, it seemed like a guy who was really amped to make a documentary about like an investigation, true crime documentary, and he was like, "Okay, fuck it, I'll just do the Bigfoot story." Like that was like the best because it's he did not seem very invested. It, he, he like he, there's no way in hell he actually ever thought it was Bigfoot, but like he spent the first few episodes pretending like maybe it could have been Bigfoot. It's so they just to give some full context. The the documentary is called Sasquatch. It's on Hulu. Uh and basically this guy worked on a as a younger man worked on a like pot farm in Oregon. Uh and he remembers waking up one night to hearing a bunch of guys very upset that Bigfoot killed a bunch of people. Oh, wow. And it's him looking into what the fuck was that about? I do feel like Oregon pot, pot farms are sort of the ground zero of all Bigfoot stories. <laughs> that is the nexus from which they all emerge. <laughs> now, do does the Oregon pot farms, do they, does Bigfoot like, grow out of there or does bigfoot is bigfoot attracted to the oregon pot farms i don't know where that's i'm going great, with this no that's a great question <laughs> uh willie yes hi. hi thank you for coming back it's been a couple of years of since, course uh, we've uh gotten to hang out with you on this um you have a youtube channel tell us about that i real do fast. uh i i um knit and i talk <laughs> and uh the combination of the two is a thing that for some reason people have watched and so i kept doing it that makes i feel like that's a classic combo literally for thousands of years yeah you know i i i personally have never had any interaction with people while while knitting in any way Hmm. but uh it, it seems to be like I feel, I get a lot of comments where it's like it feels like a knitting circle, and I'm like, I don't know what a knitting circle is, but I'm gonna take it, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna pretend like I had some idea of what I that was intentional, and I I knew it, but it's it's a knitting circle, but it's just Willie talking, usually about. I believe you had a Housewives episode. Uh, and a, top model. Okay. I do a lot uh-huh. of America's Next Top Model. Yeah. I 
talked about there's one episode where i talk about uh the time i accidentally got published in harry potter yep. <laughs> oh, I that, remember that. that great video is phenomenal oh thank you um and that story is buck wild it's still so fun um can you it, give can you give a very trunicated version of it just for anybody oh, who doesn't know so i way back at uh our college humor days i wrote a series of tweets fake tweets uh making fun of jk rowling's twitter and her propensity for uh making up like facts about her characters after mm. and so it was just kind of me kind of trying to uh get that as big as i could and i did i think but um one of the less overblown versions of the tweets uh was taken and it was like taken out of the context of the article and then uh when they were making a like annotated harry potter I think some intern's job was just to like round up a bunch of old JK Rowling tweets and one of my fake ones got mixed in with it. And so they published in the annotated version of the book that uh, Flitwick and Sprout had dated, but, but that was just me made up. And then my favorite part about that is the fact that they then like retracted it as though it was like a news story where it's just like, this can't be. And it's like, it's just whatever you say yeah it's just i i am sure it would have it probably would have been easier to just reach out to jk rowling this just be yeah the important thing is that we have here today willie muse sasquatch olivis and co-author of harry potter that's true that's right i i am i am both i I honestly when i die that's what it's gonna say because you know (laughs) you know i love my harry potter and I love my Sasquatch. I am an expert on both topics. Both, both so. of those undeniable. Things. And thankfully, that's uh, primarily what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, but first, before we get into Sasquatch, uh, Eric, this isn't quite news from the weird. This is just talks you and I should be having about the show just on mic. I love that. Uh, seven hours ago, okay. something posted on uh, the website ctpost.com. Paracon, CT's paranormal convention, returns to Ansonia in July. Oh, we're going. <laughs> we can't not go. <laughs> VIP tickets, 20 bucks. I My friend's wedding is in July, and I hope it is literally on the same day so I can not go to the wedding and explain that it's because the Paranormacon is returning to Ansonia. It's, uh, now, this is not the Tony Sparrow one. Fuck. This is a different one run by, uh, let's see, I'm just scrolling. Are there dueling Paranormicons? This one is run by Nick Grossman and Charles F. Rosenay of uh, Ghost Storm Paranormal Investigations. Those guys might be the motherfuckers who didn't refund my tickets to the last Paranormicon (gasps) that got canceled by COVID. Oh, man. They took that money and ran. But I thought that was in New Jersey. It was. In a, in a high school in New Jersey. You think this is different? Oh, I think this no. is different. How many Paranormicons are there? Well, I don't know, but we're going to all of them. Okay, yeah, fair point. Will, you want to go? Sure, <laughs> except for I feel like there. this is how you get murdered. Like, I feel like I, wa- I, want, a, I want a list of at least 10 other people who are going to the Paranormicon before I before I commit to it, because it could just be a dude's house. and Well, you knife. got two right here. That's so true. we just need <laughs> Fair eight more. Enough. I actually, the um, the location is the Haunted Ansonia Armory. See, that's fun. That's, that's nice. fun. That's, that's fun. Cool. So obviously what we have to do is we have to go. We have to bring microphones. Um, 
And step three profit? Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> you just need you just need one one time where you catch a ghost on camera and then you're rolling in it. That's as far it. as I'm concerned. That's it. Or you're possessed by the devil, because sometimes that happens. That too. is my actual dream. It's think of how viral we would go. Eric, it would all it wouldn't all be for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I mean maybe it would <laughs> it probably and you would still, be possessed it probably still would yeah, still be possessed worth it worth it to I, me I do love the idea that you do become possessed by the devil and then it's just the devil host co-hosting the show with Eric we've had this exact Have conversation you? okay yeah. well as, as that's the best idea I've ever heard in my life that's the dream i just keep showing up even though i'm terrified just out of loyalty to the (laughs) and the devil is just really gung-ho about hosting a podcast still um so i have an idea i have an idea eric we've talked about going to fiverr.com and hiring someone to cast a spell for us which is a thing available on fiverr.com whole cottage industry how what we do is we pay someone to cast a spell that will help, that will assist us in being invited to being the keynote speakers at Paracon 2 by July. All right. And then you've <laughs> that got, actually works. You've got, <laughs> you've got Paracon's balls in a vice that way because you tell them that, and then if it doesn't, if it doesn't work, then paranormal stuff wow. isn't true. That's wow. You're kind of pulling the rug out of the whole yeah. thing. Wow. Man, guess, guess, wow. uh, I guess the ball's in their court, Paracon 2. I love, I'm really excited for whatever person is about to be really, really, really pumped that someone actually paid them to cast a spell for them (laughs) because that's just free money right there. That's pretty awesome for them. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I don't know what proof we have that they actually do anything. Mm, That is true. I I do. I. If I'm paying you to cast a spell, I do want you to goddamn yeah, come get on like the podcast a, a and cast video the damn spell. Or like no, a... you have to come on the show and cast the damn spell on the show. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I better see you light a fucking candle. Yeah, just something. I do feel like your guys' strength going forward as a podcast is that you seem to be willing to talk to just about anyone. Like, like 10 times in what you've talked about so far, I've been like, oh, no, I'm going to get murdered. Just like thinking... <laughs> Where I'm just I just like I I can't talk to that person, but you're you're just going buck wild. We play it pretty fast and loose with okay. our own personal safety. I think that's I think that's a fair statement. And, and and you know what? That's what a great podcaster is all about. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Willingness to risk one's life for uh, what I would describe as humble numbers. <laughs> yeah, talent questionable, money no, complete lack of discretion. Check, please. That's what we got. Guys, we should probably get into our uh, topic for this evening that I have um, uh, dutifully researched uh, about an hour before we started. I Weeks ago, I was like, man, I want to have Willie on and I want to talk about Sasquatch. You did say that. And then I put off doing actual research into coming up with what we can talk about for an hour Mm -hmm. about a big ape man who lives in the woods. He's Mm -hmm. big. 
I should note before we uh, before we get too far into this for all the folks listening at home, we are all in well tailored kind of form fitting Sasquatch suits right now. That's <laughs> feeling yeah, really that's good every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Um, we never mentioned it, but yeah, I'm not even. I mean, I'm always in that, and I don't even host the podcast most of the time. I just <laughs> once you get into comfy. it, it is, yeah, it's comfy and it's you know the zippers all the way in the back. That's right. Um, real pain in the ass to get out of. So it's just like why not just leave it on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so just to get a ground level here on Sasquatch, of course, the, uh, or Bigfoot, whatever you will, a, uh, large ape-like creature or possibly many ape-like creatures Mm -hmm. living in the, in the woods of the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. Among other places. Among other places. That's correct. One, you know, it's, um, I, I think the science on the existence is, uh, questionable, at best, where would you guys, on a scale from 1 to 10, rate yourselves on the possibility of Sasquatch being real? Be completely honest. Eric, where would you put yourself? I, I think I am at a, even like looking into it, I'm at about a 2. 2 out of 10. I'm going to say, with with a big fat asterisk, I'm going to put myself at like a 6. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Don't pity me. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, where are you? I'm somewhere between a, a zero okay. and a ten, but like no in between. <laughs> sure. If that makes it's one sense. Or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean like the best the best uh argument for or against all of those things are the idea of like just basic biology and like breeding populations so Mm. like if there is one there will be a bunch Mm. and then it becomes like calculable what like level of being able to spot them is so like i feel like uh, as as a creature by our understanding of what a creature is zero but i have seen a lot of history channel i've seen <laughs> i and i saw one that was about i believe it was ancient aliens but it was about how time tra- uh, how sasquatches might be interdimensional beings uh traveling like through places that we don't really fully understand quite yet and in that sense i feel like if there is an interdimensional being somewhere out there, which I'm kind of inclined to believe is possible, it will be Sasquatch. I have no, I cannot dispute that in any way. Also, right? 10 out of 10. <laughs> I think. Phenomenal. Stuck the landing. <laughs> I think that, I think that, because I am curious. I am curious what everyone is seeing Mm. if Mm. if 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 not sasquatch like are there just like because like i feel like i don't i i feel pretty confident in my ability to recognize like a big ugly hairy dude versus a sasquatch (laughs) sure and like i feel pretty confident in my ability you know maybe if i was being chased by a bear I would, I would, because I guess there have been times where I like, in the moment, like I remember I was walking my mom's dog once, 
And I remember being like, like walking and being like, that's a wolf. And then I took, <laughs> I took the dog and I just ran. Like I just, in like the very briefest of moments, I saw the wolf and I ran away. <laughs> and, um, cause I was just like, I don't want to get mauled by a wolf. Where, where were you in this? Uh, morning? suburban Washington, DC. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay. and, uh, well, it was, it was in, um, Gaithersburg, Maryland. So it was like the woods kind of, but like we were still on the metro. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, in, and then in hindsight, after running away, I was sure I saw a wolf. And then I was like, you know, I probably didn't see a wolf. I probably, like, my na- <laughs> my mom's neighbors probably just had a really big dog, mm. and I just didn't mm. see them behind them, and then they just saw me see them and run away like I was scared. So, like, in that sense, maybe that's what people are doing with Sasquatches. Sure. But there had to be, like, a, f- a fur... Because I don't think, like, I feel like, even there, my head in my moment of fear, it went to a thing that I I knew was real. Sure. You know? Like, sure. I don't think that I would yeah. go to Big Harry Sasquatch Man. So I don't, I'm genuinely, like, curious. And I'm open to the idea that there are Sasquatch, Sasquatches out there. I like Sasquatch. I don't think yeah. that's Sasquai. normal, but I, I think yeah, that's yeah. what we should use from now on. Sasquatch. Sounds like a cool band. Yeah, right? Oh, fuck. I wish I could play any instrument. Sasquai. Big feets <laughs> or is it big foot or big foots or big feet? You know, I think I, big feet. I don't think there is a uh, definitive answer to this, but I part of me thinks of big foot as a character in of himself. Bigfoot is a Sasquatch. So okay. like I don't Paul know if, I don't know if yeah, I don't know if the um if the paranormal community agrees with that. That's a good, uh, yeah. But then like, okay. Okay. Cause, but yeah. But like, even if it is, even if it is hypothetically multiple, it should, Mm. cause it's, he has multiple feet. So I think the Bigfoot, I think it should be Bigfoots. You think if you're a, if you're a Bigfoot, but you got real small feet, they all like make fun of you. Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. that's gotta be the night gets playing any fucking Bigfoot. You're like afraid to take off your shoes (laughs) and stuff. There, I mean, or maybe it's like desirable. Like, because. Oh, it's like they're rare. You got the petite feet. You got those petite Bigfoot feet. I mean, obviously, if everyone has big feet in your, in your, what would you call, like, what, group of animals? What's a a murder of big feet? Yeah, sure. Um, the then I would think that like the more I love is it, what is, what is it generally if in like is the more common in like humans is the more commonly accepted thing generally more attractive or is the oh that's a more great question weird I f- thing I feel like it would probably go like it would be weird but as an exaggeration of the normal thing so mm. like the real sexy Bigfoot would just have huge feet. Okay. Just massive, yeah, real no, massive snowshoes. That's probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> so uh, it would it would be judged by the size of their feet, but there'd be one one Bigfoot that's like a fetishist for small feet. Yeah, it's like yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I want to say before we got started, I was worried. Like I was looking over my notes, and I was like, "Man, I hope this is enough to fill an hour." We're not even going to get to him. Absolutely, we're going to be all right. (laughs) You throw that notebook right in the trash. (laughs) We're not opening that thing. Okay. Um, 
Well, as long as we're on the topic. Um, <laughs> and this is not to cast aspersions or make fun. I have no judgments towards furries. But like, are there furries with foot fetishes? Like, is I, there like a like is there like a big foot? Yeah. Like, does it like is there like a does it go and then it just keeps going down? And there's someone who's like really in to like hoofs. Sure, I'm okay. sure there I'm must sure. be. Oh, like a furry version, like a furry the... version of a foot fetishist. Like you get in the furry oh, community, man. and then within the furry community. You're in defeat. I mean, you're hey, we, you know, we have an email, spookybriananderic at gmail.com. Yeah. If you're into some weird stuff, let us, let us know the full gory details. Please, I, I am genuine. I have wondered that a while, and we just brought up Bigfoot fetishes. There's, so. You know, Willie's wondering, Willie, please give us your personal address, uh, your, your uh, personal email address, so they can let one, you know as well. Two, I don't, it's on Twitter. <laughs> it's williemuso8 at gmail.com. Oh, I thought you meant your, like, home address oh, is on God, Twitter. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I probably would be. I don't know. I've doxxed myself so many times. I have too. It's I. Um, I have some people on the internet have wanted to send me things before, and I have just freely given up my address. And my wife has been like, "Stop yeah. doing yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've just posted like picture. I've in many videos. I've like been like, uh, "Here's this is a package that I got," and then like. Thankfully, people are very nice and are like, "You know, your address is like fully visible." <laughs> Don't do that. And I was like, good note, good note. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'll take it. We could work with that. <laughs> I would not in a million years have ever thought about it. Thankfully, I don't think I've done it since I've moved from LA. So if anyone's trying to stalk me, it's just whoever moved into my new apartment. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, which I'm fine with. You know, hey, that's just a casualty of the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys want my old LA address, I'll give it to you right now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, steering, steering the ship back into Bigfoot a little bit. Um, I was interested in it, doing research on this was actually very enlightening in, um, the pathways where I thought maybe there was like this huge Bigfoot community that mm. Eric and I could kind of worm our way into. I will say, I think if there's any paranormal community we could probably just slip right into incognito, we'd probably be some Bigfoot boys. I, I am hoping that all of the Bigfoot furry talk is not discouraging. I would love to get invited on an actual Bigfoot hunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, hey, if, if you're into that, that's, but the thing is, like. Again, murder, murder. Why are you not thinking about murder? Um, I do not fear being murdered. Okay, well, you um, and I are very different people. <laughs> Because that's truly all I think about. <laughs> um, so, it, but what surprised me was I couldn't find that much of a unified Bigfoot community the way you mm. can around other occult stuff. Right. Um, I reached out on Twitter. I looked for, hey, is anyone into like Bigfoot hunting that I could ask some questions to? Crickets. Granted, we have a very humble Twitter presence. At sure, the sure. Um, so that's not necessarily indicative of anything. But once again, not sure how I was going to fully fill out this hour. Um, I took to Reddit and like looked at like sometimes um, when we're talking about ghosts and things, I find spooky stories on Reddit of like stuff that sounds plausible enough of like, mm. surely there must be countless Bigfoot sightings of dubious like truth that are spooky enough that I could read on our spooky podcast. 
Nothing. Really? Crickets? Just n- that nada? That makes sense. Crickets. Having seen multiple Bigfoot hunts, they are not the most tech savvy of people mm. from oh, my experience. Because really. I feel like ghost really hunters, you got like your like EVP, you that's got true. your... I think Bigfoot's is just you, you gotta have like a rifle and like <laughs> like a flashlight. I think that's sure. all. And it's it does not... Because the ones that I've seen... <clears throat> Uh, very invested and very much. It's it's it seems like camping with a twist. So it seems like they're outdoors a lot. I don't think that they're gonna. I mean, maybe you're right. It's I was still I was expecting more. Like I don't know. My girlfriend and I were camping and we saw something weird we couldn't explain. Oh, you mean just regular stories from regular people not looking for it? Yes, yeah, yeah, got it. Got yes, it. and I couldn't find much of anything on that route. Mm. Um, like real, real crickets, kind of to the point where I was like, "Is there nothing here?" Mm. Um, I will say though, you know, obviously, um, when you're looking into big stuff, Bigfoot stuff, you have to get into the Patterson Gimlin film. When you're looking into big stuff, when you're looking into big <laughs> stuff, baby. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't have to talk good. No. <laughs> um. So I, I, of course, looked into the Patterson Gimlin film. Something you and I have kind of dismissed. Yes. In the just casually yeah. between us. Uh we've a little like whatever on it. Falling down the rabbit hole on it, it is interesting. There I feel like I, I only know a cursory amount of that whole situation. My my thirty thousand foot understanding of it is like there's a debunk, but then there's a rebunk. And it's, it goes back and forth like that. I'm gonna do a very broad some of the weird stuff uh, okay. a little later, and it's there. There's a reason it keeps coming up. Sure, I do. I think. Okay, that's the famous one, right? Yes. Okay, I I do love stuff like that, and I, I and I genuinely like I I I like part of me doesn't want to ever like know if this stuff is for real. I genuinely mm. had like a like breakdown over the summer because they're like they're going to announce stuff about UFOs, and I was like, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. that was the thing in 2020, and oh. then everyone was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and it felt really fucking weird because it was like on the news. I was like really, really like it was it was like OCD related. But like I was like going into my therapist being like trying not to be. And like, he's like, why are you look so stressed? And I'd be like, it's the UFOs again. God damn it. And he'd be like, <laughs> and just feel like the craziest person ever. And I was just like, I just don't I don't want to have any confirmation about this stuff because then it's like I'm terrified. That said. With the Bigfoots video, having seen so many people like on both sides, make pretty compelling cases for it. It is a fat like it would be a fascinating character like study character study and just like what is your life? Because like I've seen like if it turns out to be real, I've seen people like say like I was in the suit. And I pretended to right. walk around mm-hmm. on it. If that's a lie, you're a weird person. That this is the <laughs> yeah. this is right, the hell right. that you. And then I've seen people be like, hey, you can tell that it's female, and like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like look at and like look at the like passion in its eyes, and like it's clearly like sentient and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, you've clearly spent way too much of your life, especially because it's just like I. I I'm obviously interested <laughs> in this stuff, but I would never want to get too invested in it just because like. Until I know for for sure what's going on, I I don't want to put my like energy into be being like 
I believe in this and I'm going to go down and I'm going to like right. have like hard opinions on it. And then like one day I could just be like, no, right. it's not like it's the same thing with like uh Zodiac people where they no like get really, really invested in a single um, uh, suspect and like people like lose their like families because they <laughs> sure. get so invested in trying to figure out who the Zodiac is. And then like, if if you just get like if you manage to like get DNA and like exonerate them or something, I don't know if there's a zodiac DNA that's like readily available. But in a world where you could do that, you'd just be like, there's like, you just wasted your, like you just wasted your life. Like yeah, that's for sure. that's the biggest like pulling out of the rug mm. I could imagine on anyone. Where there is just an answer. Yeah, there's an answer, yeah. and it's just it's done, and it's just <clears> like <throat> you you made a real good case, and like it was really fun while you were spinning your wheels for however many years, but like. It could just be that just like, no, you're wrong and you should, you, you, where do you go from there? Even if you're right, like, I feel like people who are super into the Zodiac, sorry to talk about the Zodiac, no, but uh, if they solve it, I feel like I'd be so sad if I would, <laughs> if I had devoted my life to solving the Zodiac killer and then there's just like, yeah, it was Lou from New Jersey. And <laughs> yeah. just like, it was Ted Cruz. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I, I feel like because it's not going to be like it's not going to be it's not going to be like an interesting answer. It's going right. to be no, like yeah, yeah. There's a guy. A guy. It's a guy yeah. with brown hair and glasses. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He was an electrician. Nobody saw it coming. And just yeah. like the, like because like the thrill is in the hunt, mm. which I feel like that's probably the same with Bigfoot too, where you're that's, just like I, I I've I've talked in the past about like Bigfoot hunting, and like I assume I don't know if they would admit it themselves, but like Eric, you and I have taken a couple of uh, heavy, quotation mark, ghost hunting trips. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's largely, we're going to hang out for a couple of hours and maybe something spooky It's very will fun. Happen, we usually get, like, a good sandwich. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I will, can I, I, there's something about the whole Bigfoot thing that is very uh, funny to me. And, Willie, you kind of brought it up before, but it almost doesn't even feel appropriate as a paranormal topic because at the end of the day, in one version of it, what we're talking and arguing about is the existence or non-existence of an animal. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and not even like an interesting no. one. No. <laughs> exactly. That's a, a slightly different yeah, just monkey. A, uh, yeah, another great <laughs> Yeah. <ape>. No, exactly. <laughs> if, if, if it was like readily available... You would not look twice at a Bigfoot in a exactly. zoo. Right. Well, they, they discover new species that are absolutely wild, True. like at the bottom of the ocean, all the time, True. And, and nobody gives a shit. The second you see something in real life, you're just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. If you saw a dragon, yes. it would be a, it would be, it would be an alligator with wings. That's yeah. not that interesting. Maybe if it started breathing fire, but like generally, like I feel like the second anything, like. Octopi are way weirder than Bigfoot, totally. and I feel like <laughs> that's a great point. Like, the, yeah. especially because there's like, and they're like, uh, or, or there's so many like videos of just like here's a like sea s- s- uh, starfish like crawling around that would should like upend my be- <laughs> existent belief in like yeah, yeah, yeah. reality much more than a like hairy monkey man would <laughs> like. Totally agree. No, that's that is it. Really, is a good point because I feel like, especially with big, like at least with like ghosts, it's like a different like plane or like a different like chemistry or something. Bigfoot, it literally is just like kind of just us, but less interest. Like (laughs) 
us but can't talk like <laughs> yeah yeah um okay. unless of course it's a dimensional traveler as i unless have already it's posited. a dimensional traveler um okay i do want to get into some of this uh research a little okay. bit um okay so i have here one of the first kind of uh largely documented um and even that is a little like a western under western understanding of um you know european colonist understanding of sasquatch um it's uh so missionary work was kind of a major part in opening up the american west and uh listen tomorrow to our podcast brian and eric discuss the horrors of north american colonialism we'll get more into that we gotta we're gonna focus on the big monkey man right now mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh so um there was this uh missionary uh and reverend elkanah walker Elkana Walker, Um, and uh, he was converting, yikes, the uh, Spokane people in what is now Washington State. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is directly from his diary. Uh, Bear with me. I I believe he's writing to his superior at some point in the 1830s. Uh, Bear with me if I trouble you with a little of their superstitions. They believe in a race of giants which inhabit a certain mountain off to the west of us. This mountain is covered uh, by perpetual snow. They, the creatures, inhabit the snow peaks. They hunt and do all of their work at night. They are men stealers. They come to people's lodges at night when the people are asleep and take them and put them under their skins and to place and to their place of abode without even waking. Their track is a foot and a half long. They steal salmon from the Indian nets and eat them raw as the bears do. If the people are awake, they always know when they are coming very near by their strange, strong smell that is almost intolerable. It is not uncommon for them to come in the night and give three whistles that then uh, and then the stones will begin to hit their houses. And what's interesting about this from the 1830s is this still kind of tracks with the general Bigfoot stories. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and I think what's also interesting is um, that there are a ton of of wild man archetypes kind of through many cultures, many places, totally. your yetis, your abominable snowmans, um, and the likes, the, um, the Spokane people, um, of course we're calling these, uh, the, uh, these giant creatures. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Uh, Sesquak, uh, which is what we bastardized into Sasquatch. Sure. Uh, and that literally translates to wild man. Sounds like French, though. Sasquatch. Um, I believe we're... Uh, uh, you are right, and that is... We're kind of close to Canada. Uh, okay. Which maybe mm. is something there. I don't know. Mm. Um, I am just taking some guesses, though. Sure. I do... I will say, like... I feel like... For me now, the biggest check in in sasquatch being real's favor is the fact that it was something reported by native americans whereas i feel like just in the shitty like uh american white world that i've existed in i feel like five years ago that would have been like well it's just a legend obviously right. it's like no, 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 they were pretty much like they were they were much smarter than us in literally every way <laughs> right. and like clear because that's that's the thing that i'm like 
like every time we like learn something new about like how we should be living, it's just like be slightly more like how the Native Americans were living. <laughs> right. I genuinely believe that NFTs are karma for all of the <laughs> all of the years that I was forced to like believe that like wow, look at how primitive Native Americans were because they didn't realize that property was this big, important thing, and now we're literally just selling nothing and destroying the planet while we do it. And it's that's, like, okay. That's, that's it. That's, yeah. I do have a wonder, that you know, so, like, I think the fact that this... um for lack of a better word, archetype has existed in you know so many places, and there are so many kind of versions of this uh, all over the place. I think sometimes gets brought up as like evidence of like well, clearly there's something, mm. and I don't know if I, I what I think is interesting is comparing it to other things that we have everywhere: ghost stories, demons, you know, extraterrestrial sightings. I think these this folklore can kind of take on a characterization of common tropes based on maybe common anxieties. Um, and I think a lot of this Sasquatch wild man Yeti thing um, is maybe born out of some sort of anxiety of, of, of like our history, the part of ourselves we maybe left behind as we became more civilized um, mm. quote unquote. Mm. Um, and I just think that's interesting. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, at all an expert on the on the Spokane people or their, you know, um or their civilization, but I assume there were cultural anxieties that uh maybe reflected in the same way anxieties do now. Like we we all create monsters as representations of the things we have anxieties about. Well, I think it's also worth noting one of my one of the periods of history that I'm obsessed with right now is I guess or I guess you would say prehistory is the time they're now discovering, or I don't know how long they've known about this, but there were all these kind of parallel lines of hominids for a mm. long, meaning that like, like homo sapiens coexisted with Neanderthals, but they're finding other ones. And it's kind of this dope Lord of the Rings kind of scenario where there's literally like human races, not in the way that we conceive right, of race right. right now as in like, you know, from different, like homo sapiens from different areas of the world, but literally like, closely related but different species yeah and i think there's some theories that some stories like this like ogre stories giant stories are literally old human tales describing these other cousin species that maybe we were at war like had wars with or there was a predatory relationship or something very Um, yeah shit and the other thing is like we haven't been the apex predator on this planet for that long like, there was a time where shit would come and eat you, for real. And I <laughs> yeah. think, like, a lot of our modern-day stories are just echoes of that, like, horror movie past, where, that, like, a saber-toothed tiger could come and eat your wife in the middle uh, of the night. My my brother told me something uh, that, you know, I, I don't know the actual veracity of it, but, like, we've, we've joked about it before. You notice how a lot of bedrooms are on, like, the second floor of a house? Mm. That's still our monkey brains, baby. High up good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tigers wow. down there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> no, I would never want, like, I genuinely am, like, the idea of sleeping on if i had a first floor to have the idea of sleeping on it would terrify me high high up good high up good yeah Yeah, yeah. but then basement bad because after a certain point um yes (laughs) that's i i that's similar to something i heard uh because there there's a thing that's like um all cultures have dragons 
mm. like have like figured out their own version of a dragon and there's a theory that it's because it's they're a combination of all of the worst predators we would have to mm. deal with so there's snakes and then there's talons because you'd be like attacked mm. by yeah, like yeah, a yeah. bird's talon and then it's like the head of a of a like a tiger or like a lion or something because that's yeah, like yeah. so it's like all of the parts of the worst predators that would attack you combined like yeah, buried shit. in our brains and that's why it pops up everywhere so it could be like it it is weird that like we probably are if we like coexisted with giants we probably are hardwired to find a giant scary in some level because that's pro- i mean survivally speaking like yeah. that yeah i totally buy that um that um, makes a lot a lot a lot of sense but then also like why this why did they all smell bad like because i feel like that's something that pops up a bunch and yes. that's yeah, like interesting i don't i because they would smell bad and if i were if it when i was coming up with a wolf i didn't come come up with like ideas about that that yeah, like yeah, yeah. were believable like mm-hmm. i just like i saw a dog and i was like okay i am running but like it didn't go but like to have like the idea of like of stuff that holds together if it's all in your mind that that is very weird to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that's... Yeah. Especially as a whole culture repeating this. Yeah. And the other detail that was interesting that you mentioned was the rock throwing. That's a very specific... Yeah. See, now now the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, I'm on board for big... Like, just because, like, <laughs> it does... Everything we're saying, it's like... The only reason it sounds so unbelievable to me is because it's... I've been told that it's a crazy thing and it doesn't exist, but like I have as much, I guess I've seen an elephant before, but like mm. I would like elephants sound more unbelievable to me than Bigfoot. I guess, and I like yeah. run into that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know, but then why haven't we found one? I'm like actually on like a real like mind fuck trip right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. Give me more facts. I'm like gonna. I'm gonna end up becoming like a Bigfoot believer. <laughs> oh, by the end of... that's the dream. That's the dream. Okay. So how about we talk about? So that's more. Um, how about we talk about the origin of like the Bigfoot character? Mm. Um, it's 1958. There's this guy Jerry Crew. He's a bulldozer operator in Humboldt County, California. Uh, he's deep in the mud uh, in the Six Rivers National Forest, where I believe they're like building some sort of road. Mm. Um, he discovers these 16-inch human-like footprints. Uh, he tells his coworkers about it, and several of them have actually seen the same thing. Uh, there are a few other like odd incidents happening around the site, um, like a 150-pound oil drum, or sorry, 450-pound oil drum, mm. like just getting like turned over. Um, some dogs go missing. A bunch of their equipment ends up busted. Mm. Um, and uh, the crew begins attributing this all to the big feet, which obviously grows into mm-hmm. the, this fucking thing with the big, this big foot yeah, yeah, yeah. is coming and fucking with all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's uh, Jerry Crew eventually ends up taking a plaster mold of the feet um, and uh, the Humboldt Times pick up picks up this funny little story uh and of you know of this mischievous dangerous wild man who's fucking with all of the with this logging company um and uh 
it all spreads to the New York Times, to the uh, Los Angeles Times, and it gets out there. Uh, and that's where it actually, that's where Bigfoot, that name stuck. And that's where that all comes from. Now, what I find interesting, and I always find this interesting, is that a lot of these events don't come out of nowhere um culturally it's not like the newspaper was just like a wild man strange and then mm. everyone was enraptured by this culture was sort of primed to be interested in this there were in uh 1958 two films about yetis that were popular at the box office mm -hmm. so it all sort of coincides that the culture was ready to be interested in yeah, I'm, hey, got it. Yeah, I'm back at I'm back at zero. Yeah. well, because you because you also I'm realizing you just mentioned Humboldt County. A lot of these places seem to be very marijuana friendly. <laughs> so I am true. I am one, and then like that would explain the smell too. Because if it smells like a skunk, that's, that's not that I've true. ever smelled marijuana before. Obviously. Of course so, not. Um, not in our apartment. No, that we never, shared. ever, ever. <laughs> it didn't smell like that constantly. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, now I'm feeling like I do wonder if it's just a bunch of stoners being like, shit, man, that must have been a Bigfoot. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> especially because, like, I feel like a, a lot of, like, the, there's something where, where there's, uh, like, a lot of weird shit of the past can just be explained by uh ergotism which is is like a thing it's like a chemical that happens in like a fungus in bread that people in like rye bread or something that people used to eat and it's basically just lsd <laughs> so there's like like the salem witch trials like a mm. lot of like s weird stuff that people were seeing it's because a lot of time Throughout history, people were just accidentally tripping on like LSD without realizing it, and then great. like that became part of people genuinely were seeing stuff like mm. that, and then they were like, it became part of our culture, <laughs> and then it's like so like there was a time where people were like absolutely like see like a lot of like that's why like a lot of like the stuff in the past is all like magical and weird and stuff. It's because like people were tripping on LSD didn't realize they were doing it and then like telling people about it and then like so like maybe i don't know i could i see now i'm i now i think it's just drugs i'm gonna say the bigfoot <laughs> is just drugs so there is actually um uh with this one some people have come forward um there is a uh ray wallace a co-worker of crew has kind of admitted to the uh fabricating the uh mm. the footprints and the story around here goes that um this logging company uh there was a lot of vandalism around their equipment sure. and so the owner of the company concocted this little story to kind of uh uh you know don't don't go into the woods where the logging company is the monster could get so you. a real scooby-doo scenario yeah, a real scooby-doo what scenario. a big swing right yeah. that why not just like Get a gun. <laughs> yeah, higher security. Yeah. <laughs> Not. I mean, I, just, I don't. I wouldn't use a gun, but I feel like if I wanted to keep kids off my property, I might fire it into the air once and then and call that's it just a day. Fun, right? Yeah. Um. So it's man. It's interesting because this area in Humboldt County, Bluff Creek, 
is in like we know that story if, if it's true um that scooby the scooby-doo situation but bluff creek kind of is the ground zero of any sort of actual bigfoot evidence because mm. that is the location of the patterson gimlin film that we have to get into which uh, came first uh the patterson gimlin film it's after that okay um so it's you all know the Patterson Gimlin film. That is the Bigfoot striding across an open yeah, field, yeah. looking backwards and then scurrying off into the woods. Um, it is doing research, heavy quotations on research. Um, the uh, the Bigfoot Wikipedia article is of okay length. The Patterson Gimlin film Wikipedia article is at least triple its size. D- Astonishing Legends, like the better version of our podcast, did uh, I think they did so many hours on the Patterson Gimlin film. I mean, there's just so much there. It's and that's, somehow, and that's why you know there are voices in the community that you and I respect, Eric. Yeah, for sure. That are not convinced the video's been debunked. Yeah. Um, and that is very, very interesting um, because I don't know where I stand on it. And I'm excited to get into it. Um, when's the, I mean, you guys both know it. Have you seen I've, it? Like, I've seen I it. I feel like I, yeah, I know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I, I could, I could give you a rough. A summary of what happens in it. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's only 59 yeah. seconds. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's 59 I'm gonna... seconds. Maybe I've never seen it. <laughs> I've seen like 33 seconds of it. I mean, that that's the good part. Okay. It's not good yeah. I, I was thinking of Cars too. I retract that. <laughs> uh, okay. You know that Wrong. happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I reached out on Twitter and uh, you know asked if anyone like was Bigfoot hunting, and I, I said it was crickets, but it was a lot of stuff like, yo, I've seen, I've seen that, yeah. or I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just sightings of the film Cars 2. They go so fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we'll do a Cars 2 episode someday, yeah. I promise. We're getting there, people. We'll get into it. it is, it's just a big topic. <laughs> yeah, it's really big. <laughs> um, do the Cars and Cars 2 fuck. <laughs> yeah. They, ha- they, have, they to. have to. They have to. They make new they, cars. They must, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Roger Patterson is kind of a Bigfoot fanatic. Like, saw or heard something about it when he was young, and, like, we're kind of talking life's mission, Mm. prove that Bigfoot exists. Mm. Uh, He invites his friend, or he kind of recruits his friend, Bob Gimlin, to help him make a documentary. And they're going to go to Northern California, and they're going to prove Bigfoot exists. Yeah. Conveniently... Around this same area where uh, Jerry Crew found the foot the footprints around Bluff Creek, um, they see Bigfoot allegedly, mm. um, and they have this fifty nine second shaky footage of Bigfoot a slight distance away, uh, turning towards them and then walking off into the woods. And Patterson essentially like chasing after him. Like the the footage is quite. I've seen a stabilized version, but uh, the footage is like quite shaky. Hmm. Um, so they bring this video back home, and it catches fire in pop culture. Um, but academics are like pretty quick to cry hoax. Guy in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like no one, especially without like a body, no one is willing to consider this proof or evidence of Bigfoot. Burping right into the microphone. Sorry, everybody. Um, there is like, you know, it's 
ac- academics are kind of talking about like the a creature of that size wouldn't mm. have that stride. Um, oh, that's really it would be moving faster. It's walking kind of like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it based on its size, it shouldn't be doing that. Um, so it was like it goes. He he brought it to like a university in British Columbia. They all axed it. I believe Life Magazine um, was like, "We'll take a look at it. We'll get some experts to look at it." And mm. then they were like, "We can't run a story about this in good faith." Holy shit! Um, just denials everywhere. There are some weird things about it though um if it's a suit it is apparently a pretty amazing suit um it's it allegedly and we'll we'll get into kind of the details of that but like completely blows anything hollywood was doing in 1967 out of the water really um it's so uh john chambers is the guy who uh uh, did all the uh, ape costumes for the Planet of the Apes series of films. Arguably okay. an expert in humanoid monkey costumes. Sure. Um, if not the. <laughs> if not the. Um, he was actually at one point accused of perhaps building this suit. It's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, and to which he's responded, it's good, but I'm not that good. Wow. Um, it. Uh, now, there's some debate here though that's not quite one and done stan winston uh who you might be familiar with he made like all the terminator effects Mm. special effects genius um he says the exact opposite uh he says that uh if one of his guys made this for a movie his whole studio would get shut down it's unacceptable um he calls it a cheap fursuit um he said he could make this suit for a couple hundred bucks today under a thousand bucks back then Whoa. Um, now, uh, Chambers, the first guy, says that this couldn't be, he argues this couldn't be some suit that they rented. If it's fake, it would have, it would have absolutely taken at least a custom tailor. Like, somebody very good would have had to make this suit. Um, Ellis Berman, uh, who was a special effects and makeups artist, uh, created suits, um, created Bigfoot suits for like carnival shows. And he says he definitely could have made that suit, but it would have cost him $10,000 at the time, which is not a means that Patterson would have had. Mm. Um, it's kind of weird just off the bat, the the divergence of opinion on yes. the quality of the suit itself. Yes. Huh. Um, I think that's very, very interesting. Um, and so lots and lots of Hollywood people have weighed in over the years and a lot of people like contrary to Stan Winston, I'm a big Stan Winston fan, but a lot of people contrary to him is like, no, it's a pretty good looking suit. (laughs) Funny, funny. Um, cause I was going to say that's my biggest objection to the Patterson Gimlin film is like, it could just so clearly be a guy in a suit. Yes, maybe. Yeah, right, right. Um, it is... You'd think, okay, because I I know people have said that they like were the person in the suit, but then where would the where is the suit? Like that's another mm. great question. Because I feel like, especially because I guess I don't know the inner workings of Humboldt County, but I feel like that's not an easy thing to transport around. And they were on horseback. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. 
hypothetically there's a guy riding a horse in the Bigfoot suit or the <laughs> hypothetically and like we have it's like so the actual like Bigfoot footage stuff is 59 seconds there was more film oh interesting that I like would, that. and like it's not digital it's not like you can splice it's like there is a roll of film uh-huh. that they would have had to splice up and then retape together yeah, yeah, yeah. to kind of uh, so what back at a 10 I believe in Bigfoot completely <laughs> Um, what ha- what happened to the other footage? It's it's around. I okay, if, if gotcha. I, I'm kind of talking out my butt, but I didn't. It's I believe I've read stuff from people who have seen all of it. There's just nothing there, you know. Got it. Got it. Um, the the 59 seconds is the good bit. The okay. thing that I keep going back and forth on too is you said that this guy is a Bigfoot fanat, like he wanted, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm like, okay, the guy who gets Bigfoot on camera is a Bigfoot fanatic. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, imagine how much that would suck if your whole life was to get Bigfoot on camera and then people didn't believe you because you were trying to get, because you let, you were like, you achieved your dream. That would suck. It's so, there, it's a, you know, it's a debunk and then a rebunk type yeah. of thing where it's like, yeah, you went out to set up, make a Bigfoot documentary and you happened to find Bigfoot, huh? But he did go to where all the stories said Bigfoot was. But then also, they said that it wasn't, it was a hoax. (laughs) I am back at zero now. It is is funny. (laughs) I mean, Willie's right. Like, if Bigfoot is real, and that's real footage of Bigfoot, and you really saw Bigfoot, and it's not a hoax, that thing is a slam dunk. Yeah. You have a minute of this cryptid (laughs) on camera. He is the luckiest person (laughs) alive in more ways than one. He has achieved his dream more than any of us will ever know, and then he got spit on for it. Poor guy. I will. The, it it kind of ties back, Willie, into something you've been alluding to, which is the possibility that Bigfoot is this manifestation of like a larger, strange mm. phenomena, like the trickster phenomena kind of deal, yeah. which would be perfect. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna show you. Nobody's <laughs> gonna believe it though, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm back at ten. Um, so it it it's also interesting of like, I'm not a Hollywood makeup expert. I watch a lot of movies, but that's about yeah, yeah. it. Sometimes I think that makes me. What an is? Expert, you, I mean, you do watch a lot of movies. You're pretty well versed in film. What is your just gut take watching? In, so the, what I think is interesting is compare it to you know this was a it, a production, but like this wasn't a Hollywood production by right, any means. Right. It looks better than other effects of the time. Think sure, of like other sure. hoax footage, like alien autopsies and things that don't totally. hold up at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know, it still looks like, it looks bare minimum like a big gorilla to me. Totally. I, th- I mean, whatever, like whatever the case is, I re- respect, what is this man's name? Uh, Patterson. I respect Patterson more than anyone ever because either they are, they achieve their dreams and saw Bigfoot or they are like really smart at hoaxing because like that is like te- like especially cuz it's like that's like the way you're describing it sounds kind of smart for now times right. but when we have hoaxes where i feel mm. like i've watched like youtube videos trying to pass off that they're hoaxes and they don't have the wherewithal to kind of build and keep things kind of realistic and like add like superfluous stuff. It's just like, here's the clip and like, there's like a doll moving in the background. It's like, that's Mm. not right. So like if he was that forward thinking, 
and he sounds like he's a great filmmaker at the very least. And I want to, I, what, what, what became of him? Do you know? Uh, he died pretty broke. Oh, well, see, <laughs> there you go. but he, he did go, he did go like to his deathbed insisting this was real. Gimlin did the same. Uh, wow. and, uh, so it's also interesting of the footage of like, certainly no anticipation that, uh, digital video would come along and we'd be able to like enhance and really like frame by frame look at this video and it holds up it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. very good it the suit still when you like repair the video alleged suit alleged suit it still looks pretty good um which is it's it's almost like and uh, just kind of reading other people's takes on it uh, yeah i don't know if i would have gotten there myself people saying you can see the musculature mm. of the animal but like wouldn't that here's my here's my counterpoint to that is like if it's just a human in a suit the suit's just a thin skin on top of your real wouldn't that still be the case like you can't see my muscles through a t-shirt so (laughs) like the idea yeah i I don't know if that holds water for me bud okay although Uh, i don't i don't i feel like it's like the okay so uh, I watch a lot of true crime, and my favorite thing in true crime is when there's like a there's like like a like a a lot of them are just like who like finding the suspect. That's like sort of the procedural of it, and it is insane. Every every small murder, there are like six people in someone's life that the police are able to make like a like pretty good case. For the idea that they wanted to murder this person. And I feel like it must be like, I got to imagine like that's my gut tells me like that's like the best explanation for it is just like if you have enough eyes on something and you're trying to make a case for it, Mm. you can just pull shit from everywhere. But then like, I I mean, that doesn't prove one way or the other what it is, but it does make me feel like every single person who claims to be an expert in something is just overly confident because it sounds like everyone is just, just like you could just say shit. And then like, especially with (laughs) this, where it's just like, you're just like, you're just like, yeah, well, I I mean, but like uh, there are people where just like, you can like analysis unless there's like, unless there's like a scientific thing for it. You don't know what the hell you're talking like, because like it sounds like that every there's always just someone else who can just be like, well, actually this, and it's just like, how the hell do you get to be called an expert if you're just like, yeah, whatever I want to <laughs> say is gonna work, dude. It's and it's like we're all watching the same fifty nine seconds of film. Yes. They have no access to privileged or special. We're all looking at the same thing. Yeah, very much so. So there's one other thing I think is interesting about the uh, about the footage, and that is that if this is fake, this requires them to have acquire a reasonably good, at bare minimum, reasonably good eight foot gorilla suit. Yeah, fill it out that we still apparently can't quite replicate. Weird. Um, would require them to get it out into the woods, and then require someone to suit up into this thing. Uh. Walk into the brush, turn with the suit's eye holes about two feet above where mm. a human being's head would be, mm-hmm. um, and then continue walking. 
Now, here, I read that, and that was interesting. My one, my personal rebuttal to that would be, there's a lot of talk of, like, eight-foot gorilla costume, eight-foot gorilla costume. It's 59 seconds. I don't notice a discernible scale there. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, right. we have their word, it's eight foot, it's eight feet tall, but... Well, are there, yeah, how uh, do you know? I'm sure, well, I'm sure... Th- th- have people gone back to where the like the have people found where it was shot? They have. Um, I didn't write this part down, so I'm doing this part from memory. Um, I, I a lot of the uh, as always, this is not uh, much original reporting. Uh, there's a great podcast from Parcast called Conspiracy Theory that uh, I listen to, and that's where I cribbed a lot of this stuff. Uh, but nine days. After uh, Patterson Gimlin returned with the footage, someone went out to that site. They also they also like took a, a cast of um, the footprints mm. in that area after the Bigfoot wandered away. The footprints were still there, and when they took their own plaster of them and brought them to an expert. Uh, that expert says that it would be extremely difficult to fake because whatever had created those footprints had like at least, I believe it was like 500 pounds of pressure to Whoa, make those that's footprints. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. Because that, I mean, the thing about that is like you could say, like, well, maybe they weighted down the suit or whatever, but. Why would they think to do that? Well, also, it's insanely difficult to walk with 500 pounds yeah. of weight. Did, that. Right. Did they... Unless, however, they made the footprints wasn't actually from the suit. Good point. But then that's still really forward thing, because I right. wouldn't... I like I would just be like, I don't... The the wind blew them away. Like, I wouldn't right, think that right. far. <laughs> right. If you went there and there were no footprints, I don't think nine days later, I feel like, yeah, there's no footprints there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, like... This is a like I genuinely like I genuinely was ne- I d- I genuinely don't know how to feel right now. This I, is like yeah, this it's is a rabbit hole. That's interesting. Like so, but <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah what that that's weird. That's very weird. Did they did they have like. Did they say that the footprints looked real? Like, were there, like, ridges and stuff in it that were... I do not actually know. Okay. I was going to say the footprints thing is interesting because that seems like a pretty well-studied field. Right. Like, people know about tracks and sign and right. kind of... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't actually know on that one. That would be an interesting one to do a, a part two on. Um, so. But uh, that's all... Sorry, Willie. No, I'm, I'm genuinely just thinking... Like, I would just, like... I never heard that. I've never heard that before. I'm like, because Bigfoot of all of the paranormal stuff, I feel like it is the one that I'm like most like, like I'm most ready to dismiss. Right. We're we're, we're the same way. I feel like it, first of all, it's like the least interesting one to me kind of on like the like surface level because it's just a big monkey. Yeah, it's an animal. (laughs) Um... But that is really weird. That is because, and then, but then, like whatever it is, it sounds like there's a really cool story here being told. I don't know which one it is. I don't even know which one is more interesting. Because honestly, the idea that like a bunch of farm dudes (laughs) 
made like the greatest horror movie footage ever yeah. made and took it to their grave is just as interesting, if not more interesting than a monkey to me. Absolutely. I was going to say, man, when you were talking about that, it, I feel like the thing that's interesting about our show is if you take the total skeptic angle on every topic we cover, it's literally a study of exactly Willie, what you're talking about. Like, pathological hoaxers who just have to lie and like even though when you're 90 it would be the funniest thing in the world to be like it was all a big joke i don't know they don't do that (laughs) right right that Uh, i I do think that's why i get very like into like paranormal stuff is it i genuinely don't have i am i'm not like this is not like a good way but like i am genuinely like the most gullible person in the world just in this idea where it's just like the idea of someone lying to me is the i'm just like why why would you lie like i don't get why people lie like when someone tells me something i'm just gonna be like i assume you're telling me the truth i don't know i don't have like i i think it's very weird when people are like they're clearly lying i'm just like Mm. no they're not and like the more i'm the older i get the more i'm like oh no they probably word like that was right but it's it's weird to me because i'm just like the idea that you would want to lie about this stuff is so strange to me it's and don't get me wrong i you know i willie you've been a a cohort in this i love to tell a story i love to uh i love to get you on one a little bit i love to creep people out but immediately after i'm like yeah yeah it's just fucking around yeah i can't imagine maintaining so what's the fun (laughs) no one knows you did a good job and there's never money in any of this there's no (laughs) discernible motive except except attention well yeah yeah but and and especially but like especially for like the bigfoot thing where it's like i kind of get like there uh, i feel like I feel like in this room, I'm not the only person. There have been many times where I've been like, should I make like an ARG? That seems really cool. Like, should I like yeah. do like an internet hoax or something? Mm. Like, I get the point, but like from the perspective of someone in the internet where I've seen it done many times before, and I'm like, that seems cool. But right. like yeah. for, for them to be like a visionary of like <laughs> yeah. being right. a hoaxer yes. is very strange where I feel like you don't even get that immediate return on satisfaction where you're like, this is going to be, and if you don't do it well enough, like you, there are like five channels. If you get big enough that you can like get them ch- covered by like all those places you're telling about, you could just be completely like written off and like become like a total. It's not like today you can make a hoax and then it just gets buried or whatever. Right. But like there, right. if it gets big enough to have any sort of satisfaction, then it's also like a huge risk and like. I don't okay. I guess I'm at a five now. Like I'm like I think a five. I, yeah. I think I'm at about a five. Eric, has your has your shift at all? You were you were at a six. My my <laughs> six was was kind of what we were talking about before, where it's like my read on it is that I feel like it could easily be referencing. It could be a you know a piece of folklore or legend that is referencing a thing that was real, mm. like the original inhabitants of North America, the indigenous tribes, like. 
it wouldn't be that surprising if there was a great ape that used to live in, sure. you know, colder climes and maybe they hunted it to extinction or just, you know, whatever. And it doesn't exist anymore, but they told stories about it. And now people just look at it. And by the way, there's bears <laughs> yeah. that, when right. they stand upright, kind of look exactly like right. all of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. so, that is a common, that is a common thing for Bigfoot. No, no, you saw a fucking bear. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, so that's my, that's my six that it's like it, Maybe you like it could have easily sure. been real in the past. Right. I think. I mean, I think it. I if if that's the gauge, then I think I'm at a ten where it yeah. definitely <laughs> existed at some point. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is just a monkey man. Like I feel just like a monkey man. just a monkey. Man. They were big lizards. Why couldn't there been been big monkey? Exactly. Um, Although they were big birds, actually. Brian. You're right. God, I'm an idiot. God. Although some of it. them were lizards, I don't understand how dinosaurs work. <laughs> well, uh, so this was a, a very broad uh, discussion about mm. Bigfoot. If you have anything that, like, if you out there have anything that we maybe missed, maybe anything that would be interesting to kind of do a Bigfoot part two. Willie, would you come back for a Bigfoot? Part Absolutely. Two I'm going. I'm going to be going down a rabbit hole on my. Yes. Trip home. So. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Send us any details uh, to uh, spookybriananderic at gmail.com. We'd love to read it. We'd love to go deeper in on this. And hi, have you ever been on a Bigfoot hunt? Would you would like to invite two idiots to go on a Bigfoot hunt with you? Three and idiots. Three please. idiots. Yes. Three <laughs> idiots. Uh, we would love to join once again. That's spooky, Brian and Eric at gmail.com. We're also at Brian and Eric Pod on Twitter. Uh, hey, Willie, where uh, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, YouTube. If you type if you type in Willie Muse, I'm the one who is not an old circus performer. <gasps> I want to watch that, Willie. Yeah, you <laughs> could be. <laughs> Ew, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's he had a life. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, at Willie Silly Two on Twitter. I don't know my Instagram, but it's there. <laughs> I think if you just type my name in, and the ones that look like me, if you know what I look like, that that's that'll that'll be me. Great, that'll do it. Uh, Eric, anything else we should uh, we should go over? You ready to get out of here? I think we nailed it. Beautiful. That's going to wrap up this broadcast for the night. We want to thank Purple Planet and Carl Casey at White Bat Audio for the use of their music. Do you want to get in touch with us? Follow it. Tw- follow us on Twitter at Brian and Eric Pod and find everything else at BrianandEric.show. For both of us here, Brian and Eric, don't belong here. Thank you for listening. And stay safe out there.